welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Thank you for joining us for what is now episode number 12 of our Road to 2023 series. And we're going to get right into this episode chatting about Tierra's week. My week and your week. Cool. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> well, luckily, we are out of lockdown now. So if you guys tuned into our previous podcast episode, we had just found ourselves in a snap lockdown, which Thank gosh, it was lifted yesterday at 4 p.m. So we are recording this now on Monday, the 9th of August, 2021. And we had our first celebratory gym session back this morning, which was absolutely epic. But this past week pretty much just got it done and we trained at home. We still got in all of our training sessions. We still trained five times, tried to replicate our programs to the best of our ability. Yeah, we did, I think (laughs) quite successfully. Yeah, but man, whenever we go through these lockdowns and we're just stuck with limited equipment, it just reinforces how grateful we are to be able to have the luxury to just do little things in the gym. You know, Mm -hmm. like look at an extensive dumbbell rack and be able to be like, ooh, (laughs) which two kilogram increment would I like to go up in? You know, do Mm -hmm. I want the 16s? Do I want the 18s? Or do I want the 20s? You don't have to like, unrack these dusty and rusty dumbbells that probably aren't heavy enough and might even get you tetanus. So (laughs) just these little things, right? And just, oh, being able to use a cable machine instead of resistance bands or be able to hop on a leg curl or a leg extension machine and not have to be like super creative with how you're going to set that up at home. Like you and I trying to do leg curl and leg extension this past week, we we had our resistance bands. We were putting our ankle cuffs on the resistance bands, laying flat down on the floor with the thing like hooked in the toilet door, trying to do leg curls. Like goodness me. (laughs) I think literally every listener who is tuning in has, has gone through at least one lockdown. Mm -hmm. So whether you're in the, I think most of our listeners combined come from the US and Australia for quite obviously Mm -hmm. and I know both those countries pretty much everyone has been through lockdown so everyone knows what it feels like yeah absolutely but heck you know some people are still in lockdown so let's not rub it in too much not rubbing it in but you know definitely you have to get creative and somewhat of it it is kind of fun in order to get creative with some of these Mm. exercises and you certainly learn new things but then once you are back allowed in the gym it makes you so grateful to be there. Yeah, especially for people like us who work from home. So, I mean, when you're in lockdown, you're kind of in the house regardless, but the gym is one of our few options to to get outside and mm. go somewhere else during the day. Otherwise, the rest of the time, sure, we could work at... Actually, we couldn't really work anywhere else because we we need to be in a relatively quiet environment to mm-hmm. talk to people and record things. So. Yeah, can't exactly be sitting down at Starbucks doing our video calls. No. <laughs> uh, but absolutely, like the gym, it is our hub and it is our almost escape. It's our time during the mm. day. That's when we get to leave the house and go to another environment and just spend a few hours there before coming back to work, which is really nice. And that's one of the most important things is being able to separate your training environment from your home environment because you're trying to activate two completely different nervous systems there. You're trying to activate two completely different mindsets, right? When you're at home, you want to be resting and relaxing and chilled out. Like you don't want to be listening necessarily to like heavy rap and getting amped up in your dining room, (laughs) trying to attempt max Bulgarian split squats. You know, it's, (laughs) 
<laughs> there's so much contrast. Yeah. Uh, but I think one of the most important things that really kept us grounded this week, and I had so many discussions with my clients about it because lockdowns are happening around mm. all over Australia. It's just... They're going to keep happening probably for probably. a while, unfortunately. Yeah, we're holding on to our equipment just in case because you, yeah. you never know. But one of the main things is that you need to try your best to keep your routine when lockdown hits because mm. when lockdowns strike, like that's one of the first things that goes out the window, unfortunately, is like having that routine. But you and I were pretty darn strict on that. We're pretty disciplined with that. We're like, you know, no matter what, we're still going to fall asleep and wake up at the same time. We're still going to eat our meals at the same time, work at the same time. We still trained at the same time during the day. And even the little things like, you know, having those rituals, those habits, those routines of when you drink your pre-workout, how you warm up for your sets, you know, like you doing all of your pre-activation stuff. Mm. We Even because we usually walk to the gym when we train at World's Gym Brisbane, even in the morning to try to replicate that, we would go for a 10 minute walk around the block with the dogs just to, again, try to keep as much of a routine as what we were used to as possible. And definitely still training in activewear too, not necessarily training <laughs> in pajamas and barefoot. <laughs> yeah. And I think the thing about habits is really important, even for people who don't train because like it's very tempting to start waking up later, going to bed later, doing different things throughout the day. Like I can guarantee you if I was if I was a school kid and I was locked down, I would not be studying. Mm. I would be playing video games, I would be doing a lot of other stuff. And like sure, it's a bit different of course for them, but I'm sure a lot of people outside the fitness industry because we got to remember like the people who are heavily invested into fitness, we make up a minor- minority and there's, there's probably a lot of people who are kind of maybe a little bit relieved to be able mm. to stay at home um, and do whatever they want. But of course, there's a bunch of people who they need to make a living. They need to see family and friends and stuff like that as well. So it, it can be very easy to kind of for us to get sucked into just thinking purely about the gym. But everyone has, has stuff going on for, for why they can't be in lockdown. People need to provide for their families. They've been laid off work, all that kind of stuff. Of course, there's nothing great about the circumstance whatsoever, but just trying to accept, okay, this is the way things are right now, temporarily, and try to manage them to the best of your abilities and try your best with time management and just replicate normality to the best of your ability. Mm. Yeah, so that's just what personally got both of us through is trying to do just those little things and just still getting in that same frame of mind and like, okay, cool. Between 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., that's when we train. Mm. So I guess the the other little insight that I might give people uh, from a business perspective for us uh, is, and I know this is, uh, I feel like I'm treading on thin ice a little bit because obviously there are more dramatic things in this current situation than, than, our, than business, but Something that is interesting is that you would think that people would be spending more time on their phones during lockdown, but from what we've seen, the engagement on on all platforms has decreases during lockdown, mm-hmm. which is which is interesting. Even though people are, are working potentially working less. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's maybe they're still on their phones, but they're just less inclined to engage because mm. you know people just aren't feeling as motivated and as happy and like when you can't go to the gym that kind of 
crosses over into like how motivated people are to reshare food posts, mm. you know, and like just talk about health and fitness in yeah, general. I agree. And I felt the same way. Yeah, it's interesting. But we made it through. And hey guys, if you want to head over to the Bodybuilding Dietitians YouTube channel, we even made a YouTube video, which was pretty fun to put together. There's got quite a few dog features in there <laughs> if you love border collies. So definitely recommend checking that out. But overall, made it through. And uh, yeah, from a working perspective, just really had to be there for all of my clients who live here in Australia who are experiencing lockdowns. But if anything, it was kind of fun from a coaching perspective because it gave me an opportunity to be really creative because, you know, when people are thrown just in back into their house and they're not allowed to go to the gym, like I always write them a brand new home workout program and mm. I'm like, okay, what equipment do you have? And they're like, I've got a skipping rope and one dumbbell. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I can work with this. And then I can write them like a five day program, you know? So it allows you to get creative and have a little bit of fun with it and just really practice that skill of obviously just being supportive, motivating people, just like, come on, we're gonna get through this. Not mm. like I'm not always like that, but it's to another level when these sort of things happen. But yeah. definitely got to play in with my creativity cards this week with my programming. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, likewise, of course. And I've we're definitely skilled programmers for home workouts now. <laughs> and we both have our tips and tricks for, mm -hmm. for programming them and we kind of identified all of them in that YouTube video. So I know that lots of areas are still in lockdown. So if mm -hmm. you do want some tips and tricks for maximizing your home workouts and even gaining muscle still, or at the very least maintaining, check that video out. Did you find that you carried over any of those things we spoke about in the YouTube video to your session this morning? Like, were you more aware of them? Uh, not, I think in my head, I kind of differentiate the gym and home workouts. Mm -hmm. Like it's a very different line of thinking for me. Yeah. I guess I was just a little bit more conscious of like pausing during my reps, mm. really slowing yeah. down the eccentric, like well, really yeah. honing in on that mind muscle connection, which is absolutely fundamental during home workouts when weight is limited. Mm -hmm. So even this morning, like doing my shoulder press, like pausing at my delts and then pressing up, I'm like, shit, this is harder. <laughs> yeah. Do you have um, much else to say about your training or nutrition though? Uh, not more than I really covered in the YouTube video. Obviously, it was just a little bit repetitive this past week. Mm -hmm. Decided to pretty much just focus on the exercises that I could perform to the best of my ability given the exercise equipment we had. And basically, for my back, I did chin-ups quite a few times. For my quads, I did Bulgarian split squats quite a few times rather than just doing those exercises once a week, which I would normally do in my program. Because mm. I'm not just going to do variety for the sake of it. Like if I need to target a muscle group and I'm limited with equipment, I'm going to choose the best exercise in order to target that muscle group, even if it, if it gets repetitive. Yeah. But as bodybuilders, like yeah, but we're used to being repetitive. So mm. no worries, man. <laughs> But overall, this past week, we did take some progress photos, and I'm sitting at around 62.8 kilograms right now on average. And man, just looking at my progress photos, like I just still have so much room to grow. So now that we are back in the gym this week, and fingers crossed we stay there, do want to start being a little bit more aggressive with my weight gain and push myself up into those 63s. Like 
I just want to get bigger, man. <laughs> so bringing my macros back up this week to 375 carb, 50 fat, and 175 protein, monitoring from there. And then if that doesn't have me in those 63s consistently, then I'll up it to 400 grams of carbs. But yeah, it's just time to keep getting bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So you and me both. Yeah. You and me both. So yeah, I'm pumped and I'm ready. And other than that, no, it was a good week. Tried to do the best we could. Got a lot of stuff done on the back burner because we just had extra time, you know, like cleaned our office and it's, it's just so nice to walk in here and there's just more space and everything's like super tidy and it's just a really nice work environment to work Mm. in and podcast in. (laughs) Yeah. And we've been practicing our presentations for our SNA seminar. Mm -hmm. So that'll be on the 4th of September. So we're just giving out the occasional reminder for that, that if you do want to see us and a number of other coaches present on the 4th of September, you can purchase the digital either recording or you can just join live for the webinar, mm-hmm. uh, then you can, the link will be in the bio for that. So, Or if you are local to Brisbane and it's allowed to go ahead, of course, which is at this stage, mm-hmm. then you can also come to the seminar in person live, which will be really special. Like yeah. actually being at a presentation live, I think it's a little bit different if you have that opportunity. Mm. And yeah, the presentation is basically about everything to do with the phases of bodybuilding. So off-season, prep, pre-prep, and the recovery phase as well. So it's literally all you could need to know or want to know about bodybuilding summed up. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's going to be a lot of info. So Yeah, and we'll be there with Kyle Weber, Joey Cantlin, Brandon Kempter, and Alex Thomas, plus potentially a few special guests. Mm. So yeah, make sure to check out that link in the show notes below. But other than that, Jack, I want to hear, how's your past week been? Yeah, so it's been very similar to yours. So uh, in terms of training, I would say I was slightly more restricted than Tierra, uh, purely because I'm a little bit stronger being a male. (laughs) I want to say survival of the weakest, but I also want to say I ain't weak. I'm pretty strong. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, comparatively to, I don't want to say like for a female, because that sounds sexist but i mean in terms of biology it's it's kind of the case um for for most instance instances would you agree with that i'd say i push myself and i work really hard to be able to bulgarian split squat over my body weight so yeah (laughs) hey guys just a reminder that we offer coaching services which you can find on our website by searching the bodybuilding dietitians on google or via the show notes below we coach anyone with a health and fitness related goal in terms of my week, so I'm quite happy with how everything went, all things considered. So I basically just manipulated my sessions uh, to make each exercise an adequate intensity. And as Tierra said as well, I there was some repetition in there. So like, for example, I did some single arm banded pull downs a few times, pull ups a few times. I did Bulgarians, leg extension, leg curl a few times. Jack did some of the gnarliest Bulgarians, which definitely got shared around the gram. (laughs) (laughs) So we had these two 23.5 kilogram dumbbells, and obviously that Bulgarians just weren't hard enough, clearly. Mm. So Jack like wrapped himself in this heavy duty resistance band that he uses for leg press. And uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's enough said, but it was- Still have glute doms, and that was quite a few days ago. Yeah, I haven't done any direct glute work for for a while on my new program and because like my glutes are uh, big enough as it is. So 
Yeah, I, I still have glute doms and that was over three days ago now. So, <laughs> And you are like tying our dumbbells to the one barbell that we have and everything. Just trying your absolute best <laughs> to make the weights as heavy as possible. Yeah, I, I was tempting fate on quite a few occasions, that's <laughs> for sure. And I found that the probably the most useful thing for, our, for the home workouts for me was the ankle straps. Mm. So I have these ankle straps, which aren't Velcro. They're kind of, they have like a metal attachment point at each end. And that way they're super strong and they can be used to like hold things together. And I found that with like Tierra, you have some Velcro ones, but I found for me, like if I try and use Velcro ones, the Velcros just don't hold. Mine are pretty good. They have the Velcro and they have that little metal attachment too. Oh, okay. So the Velcro is more so just to like, Ensure that it fits snugly. Yeah, yeah. Right. I didn't good. know that. Yeah. yeah. They're called, they're from D Moose if you want to order them on Amazon. <laughs> mm. Highly recommend. <laughs> well, I think next purchase should be from 1MR, Josh Bridgman. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> need to hit that up. And I haven't seen too many in Australia, to be honest. So no, we, we need to, to popularize them here. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So that's, that's training. And overall, obviously, I'm just glad to be back in the gym. Today's session was really good. And I think a lot of people upon return to training might be a little bit uh, skeptical in terms of, okay, should I go back to my normal weight? Should I be conservative? Should I take 20% off? And basically after a week, like I usually just say, warm up, see how you feel. If you feel like you need to try like a feeler set to see how things go. For example, if your warm ups feel like crap, then potentially take 10% off your previous load and start from there. But warming up, I felt good. I felt motivated. I got it. I had a good pump and I basically just did my usual weights and I actually progressed in most exercises, which I was very happy about. So Mm. um, like I knew that realistically, obviously you wouldn't lose any muscle, especially since we were still training. Even if you weren't training, you probably wouldn't lose any muscle. Uh, It's more so like the motor pattern of the movements Mm -hmm. and being familiarized with that because typically in the past, like if I take a break for a week from my traditional movements, like I do lose movement pattern efficiency. But fortunately today, that wasn't an issue. Mm -hmm. And just systemically as well and mentally too, like week after week after week, if you're used to putting yourself under a really heavy leg press or a really heavy hack or whatever it may be, then you have one or more weeks off from the gym and you go back to the gym, mentally you might be a little bit hesitant to be Mm. like, oh gosh, should I load up the leg press with the same amount of plates? Or like, even if you do, like you're just, you're not systemically used to that anymore, so. Mm. And in terms of nutrition, so when I was at home, I basically ran maintenance, which was my like rest day macros, which probably had me in like overall a very slight deficit. So I weighed in around 82 to 82.1 kilos for that week. And uh, my weight didn't really change at all. So this week, because I'm back to normal training, I've stepped things up back to on a training day, 500 carb and 80 fat and 275 protein. And on rest days, keeping that the same as usual. So 400 carbs, 70 fat, 250 protein, and just running that now. So weight should definitely start climbing back up. And uh, that's kind of the name of the game. Like I, I feel like the the week at home wasn't quite a deload week, mm-hmm. but in terms of systemic fatigue and motivation, like those are definitely well, motivation is super high now, and systemic f- fatigue is lower. But it definitely wasn't like your, your full on deload. That's mm-hmm. for sure. So I'll kind of just test the waters 
for the next couple of weeks and see how I'm feeling and obviously stay in touch with AJ about that as well. Yeah, especially with those resistance band, Bulgarian spam. <laughs> I hope no one attempts that during a deload week. Yeah. But hopefully like this past week, it was in part not as intense of a week as your prior ones. Mm. So maybe that will allow you to progress with this mesocycle a little bit longer yeah. before you actually need to implement a structured deload. Mm. Yeah, because... To be honest, I'd rather keep going. I know this might be negative thinking, but I'd rather keep going until the next lockdown, <laughs> uh, if there is one, because like, like imagine if I took a deload and then the next week the lockdown happened, like mm. that would just be crap. So yeah. I'm hoping that, I'm hoping there is no lockdown, but I kind of want to keep this going for as long as I can. Yeah, honestly, with your mentality, you, so, you know how some people are like, live every day like it's your last. Yeah. Well. Sometimes there's honestly so much uncertainty that when you're training now, you kind of got to be in that mentality, like mm. train as if this is your last session in the gym for a while, you know, mm. take full advantage of it, make the most of it because they just spring these things on us. You know, yeah. they'll release on the news lockdown happening 4 PM this afternoon. It's like, what? Mm. <laughs> so you never really know. And yeah, unfortunately that happened down in Victoria. They were in a lockdown. They were free for one week and then it's like, lol jokes, get back in your mm. house. So you never really know when they're just going to flip it around. Mm, totally. Yeah. Just, it happens on spur than with no notice basically. And something that I also wanted to touch on today, like it's, it's Monday, the, what's the date today? Today is the 9th of August. Yeah. And we, we did get some very unfortunate news, obviously not as relevant for us, but Unfortunately, like many of you will be familiar with John Meadows and unfortunately he did pass away in his sleep quite recently. Like I think it would have been around like 8 or 9 a.m. this morning for us and that's kind of been all over Instagram and I think I can speak for both of us in saying that he was a role model and an influence on us even though he wasn't too much in the natural scene but he definitely was a bodybuilding icon in terms of education and a role model for a lot of the younger lifters. Yeah, it's just absolutely tragic. It's so sad. I, I really looked up to John. And mm. for anyone who doesn't know John Meadows, from via his name John Meadows, he was called Mountain Dog across all of his social media platforms. But I just had so much respect for the guy. Mm. Like, he was just such a humble, generous, awesome person. And yeah. he just shared so much good quality content. He was so well-spoken and just a really nice person. I mm. every single time he recorded a podcast episode with someone, like I was always onto that thing. Yeah. Even if it was repetitive content, he's <laughs> kind of like Mike Isertel. You know, you'll just tune in because it's John Meadows, or you'll just tune in because it's Mike Isertel. Mm. So it is just absolutely tragic, and I feel so sad, obviously, for his family and for his children, his wife, all of his friends. You know, yeah. like. And it came. I think his his client had a. She won the, I don't know if it was the Tampa show, but she won a, it was a figure competitor, I think, and she won her class and the overall. So it's just a shame that it happened after that. And anyway, like it goes to show that you should never take a day for granted. And yeah, I think uh, we'll move on before this gets too soppy. Yeah, but seriously, rest in peace. Mm. Oh, but Jack, anything else, anything you're looking forward to this next week now that we got a little bit more freedom? Yeah, I mean, just go to the gym, you know, <laughs> do my thing. <laughs> Isn't it interesting? Because like we alluded to, that's one, of the, that's one of our main highlights outside of being at home in mm. general. But even when that one thing changes, 
it feels like the whole world changes. Yeah, well, for us at least. But <laughs> That's how important it is to us. But yeah, it is, it is strange, you know? Mm. Hey guys, just a reminder that we post regular informative content on both our Instagram and YouTube channel. So make sure to go over to those platforms and search The Bodybuilding Dietitians. See you there. Yeah, so I'm just used, um, looking forward to, I feel like I'm just in a good run with training at the moment. Like every single session I can make very tangible improvements and I can see the results in my physique. I'm starting to like also feel the differences in some of the nutritional changes I've made, both from a supplementation standpoint and a food standpoint as well, which has been excellent. And I'm, I'm very much looking forward to getting that uh, next blood test in October and kind of seeing where my testosterone is at, because at least subjectively, I feel like that I can notice the difference, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the gym and like, even the way I listen to music, like I'm, I have different, like by the end of prep, uh, my and obviously this is the end of prep so my my testosterone was shot regardless but i i didn't listen to music it didn't elicit anything like i could have listened to a podcast or an audiobook for the whole session and it would have done the same thing for me than music if anything i probably would have enjoyed the podcast more but what i've also noticed is that your choice in music that you'll play at night when we're making dinner is a bit different because Jack's always going to be in charge on what music plays at night. (laughs) He's got the say. I I love it regardless, but he'll turn on the boom. And, you know, during prep, it's something like Camp or Lord Huron or Mipso. I I wouldn't even, yeah, listen to anything in in prep. Like I was... Something a little bit slower, you know, and something a little bit folk or country. But now Mm. it's like heavy rap and Eminem and... (laughs) We're just chopping up our Brussels sprouts and it's just like a freaking cursing war in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the night. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't play heavy metal at night. Like I I might play some rap or uh I've I've been into like one Repu- one republic more mm. recently, which is more mainstream, but yeah. I do like them. Yeah. One Republic's one of those... We're getting way off topic here, but I t- was speaking to you about this before, but One Republic's one of those bands where they kind of... They're really popular, but they're kind of just there. Mm. It's not someone like um, Dua Lipa or like the popular rappers mm. nowadays where like they're big icons. Like One Republic, I don't even know what the, the singer looks like. I couldn't even name one of the... The, the members of the band. Like I want to say me neither, but I'm terrible with famous people's names anyway. So yeah. <laughs> Jack has this thing he loves to do. He's always like, <laughs> do you do you know this person? And I'm like, Jack, you might as well not even bother asking the question. Of course, I don't know who sings this song or mm. what that actor's name is, whatever it may be. I'm good I with could, faces. Yeah. I, I mean, for an example of how poor you are, like I know this is, I know you know this actor, but I could show you a photo of the equivalent of Leonardo DiCaprio, and you would have no idea who that okay, person is. Okay, Leo's a little bit different because I grew up obsessed with Titanic. Mm. <laughs> uh, but anyone else, yeah. Unless it's like Leo or The Rock. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, you know, like those really top people, there's not a good chance. Mm. As actors, yeah, the top actors all might know their name, but like singers no chance yeah no especially in bands no chance Actually, we watched um suicide squad and 
the the actor um, Idris Elba, I think. Like you, like we've seen quite a few things with him, and mm. you had no idea who he was. Yeah, but like I recognize them from other movies, and I can name the other movie, but mm. I don't know their name. Hey, they don't know my name either, so we're on an equal playing field. <laughs> yeah, they might have heard of TBD. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you are, hey. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. That's us. But yeah, One Republic is good. I love, obviously, their song, like, Good Life, Counting Stars. Counting Stars, that always gets me amped up sometimes to um mm. to do a set. So, yeah. Anyway, to end this podcast, Jack, what's something that you <laughs> want to improve this week? Wow. So, something that I want to improve on is, I guess, my carousel skill. So, that might sound weird if you don't know what a carousel is, but... Carousel is basically, if, if you follow us on Instagram, it's uh, a new style of content we've been putting out. It's basically the swipe the swipe thing on Instagram where you swipe through the different topic. So a few of our recent topics have been why you're not losing weight, why you weren't lean enough on stage. Uh, the most recent one was tuna and mercury poisoning. <laughs> and yeah, I just have a, I honestly have a great time making those I love it. I just love how you've discovered this passion for your creative output. You've just discovered that you're so passionate about creating mm. these sort of infographics and you're so gosh darn good at it. Thanks. Yeah. I, was, I mean, fun fact is that I, I literally got a C minus in art in high school <laughs> and I just passed by the skin of my teeth. I literally have no, no artistic skill whatsoever, <laughs> but I do have quite an I am a little bit, I don't know, I don't legitimately have OCD, but I am, I have OCD tendencies. Mm -hmm. Like I like to have things neat. And that way, when I look at something like an infographic, I feel like, okay, that makes sense to have this there, this there. If this is out of place, it triggers, triggers me and it needs to be straight, (laughs) Um, which which is why I think it, I I find it quite easy. And I just, (laughs) maybe I just get an easy way out, but Jack's like, do you want to help me with this? And I'm like, Jack whatever I do, you're just going to change it. So I'll just write the caption. Okay. (laughs) I mean, at least you're good at that. But it's maybe you're just, you have a clearly you're very artistic when it comes to doing things digitally. Mm. When we were in high school, you know, painting was drawing and, you know, like actually doing things with your hands, but not necessarily on the computer. Mm. Well, you do need your hands to use most computers. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what do you want to improve upon this week? So this week, I want to get safe and I want to sign up to get vaccinated because you and I, if we could have been, we would have been vaccinated a long, long time ago. And it's kind of always bothered me. In this galaxy, though. In this galaxy, in this era of the C word, one nine. (laughs) I don't know. Can they pick that up on podcasts? Did you get the Star Wars reference that I just made? No. Okay. Sorry. And I don't know the (laughs) names of the actors either in Star Wars. I know Harrison Ford. Yep. Yep. (laughs) okay anyway but this week i want to sign up to get vaccinated because now we are finally eligible you and i would have been vaccinated a long time ago and it does kind of irritate me because i always drive down the road and you see these billboard posters for advertisements of the vaccine and it's like take that next step get vaccinated and i'm like i would if i could if you let me. But now it says that we are eligible to sign up to get vaccinated because we're in that 16 to 49 age bracket. And yeah, we're eligible now. So first in, best stabbed. So let's do it. (laughs) Jab. First stabbed. First first in, best jabbed. I hope I get a good jab, not a bad jab. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I'm all for it, man. Like 
let's let's get safe and let's put an end to this cool yeah Yeah. i think on that note it's just important to respect everyone's decisions and everyone has their own body they can do what they want with it and getting vaccinated you're not doing any harm for anyone else but you could certainly potentially be doing good for someone else Mm -hmm. so i think just everyone respect the decisions that everyone else makes Mm -hmm. and uh i i'm pro vaccine but doesn't necessarily mean you have to be yeah i think that's i'll just cap it off by saying that yeah me too pro vaccine let's do it all right well guys if you did enjoy this podcast please remember to take a screenshot post it to your instagram stories tag jack tag myself tag tbd if you're feeling friendly please give us a five-star review on whatever podcast channel you're listening to and you can also write us a review if you'd like as well and we'll catch you next week